Welcome to the Melanin Talk podcast. If you enjoy what you hear today, be sure to send us a message,、um, an email. You can visit our website, melanintot.com, or our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash melanintot. Well, let's dive in to what we have today. Today, I'm going to talk to you about self-regulation and how to teach your children self-regulation. Well, in the previous podcast, we talked about self-awareness, and self-awareness is the ability to recognize how you're feeling. We went through the four questions. If you haven't heard that podcast yet, go and check that one out.、Um, so, after you've gone through the four questions, now we're here at self-regulation. Self-regulation, simply put, is the ability to alter or change one's emotions. To exhibit the appropriate behavior for that circumstance or situation, basically lining up your actions or reactions to your emotions with the standard that has already been put in place. For kids, that standard is established by parents or caregivers or teachers. This、um, standard. Is something that's unchanging. For example, no running by the pool is a standard that is set by most pools in America, most public pools in America, because there is a risk of danger. So when we see the sign that says no running near the pool, and we are having a bad day, or we're really excited. Or we're really frustrated. The rule remains the same. The standard remains. No matter how excited you are, no matter how sad you are, no matter how frustrated you are, running by the pool poses dangerous consequences, and as a result, that standard is unmoving. Well, scientific studies have shown that children thrive with boundaries. Even people that have Um, children, where they don't really have established rules in the sense where their kids are getting in trouble, have established boundaries in order to keep their kids safe. So, how do you teach self-regulation? The first thing is clear rules. Make sure that the rules that the standard is that is set is understood by. The children that you are hoping will follow the standard. The rules need to be clear. They need to be understandable. They need to be、um, relayable. So you know that your rule is clear if your child can accurately and、um, clearly explain to you what the rule is. So when my kids get in trouble, I ask them, "Why did you get in trouble?" Because I want them to understand, and I want I want to know that they understand the standard that has been put in place. If they don't understand the standard, if they're not clear on why they got in trouble, then I, as a parent, need to adjust the、um, information, adjust the communication. 
about the rule or concerning the rule so that they can understand it better. Now, kids are clever, so um, I don't recommend that you let the misunderstanding absolve the rule, but maybe a misunderstanding will open up the door to clarity concerning the rule. So the first thing is clear rules. A second step to um, building self-regulation in your kids is consistency. After you set the rules, set the consequence for breaking that rule and then be consistent. Now I say consequence, not punishment, because when I think punishment, I think of retaliation. When I think of consequence, I think of a set thing that will happen no matter what. I think of it as unbiased. So for example, if you don't pay your rent or you don't pay your mortgage, the consequence is you will not have a place to live. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, you are not worthy of reward. It just means that the standard has been set that this is the amount that's going to be paid every month and that if that standard is not met, the natural consequence is the dwelling that you live in is confiscated. So let that be the same with kids. Set your clear rules and establish clear consequences. If you, go back to the pool example, if you run near the pool and you disobey the sign, you can get hurt. The getting hurt would be a natural consequence of breaking the rule. Now, as parents, we don't want to see our kids get hurt. We want to avoid that as much as possible. So we set up consequences that we pray and hope will take effect in our children's lives before the natural consequences. So you may say, okay, if you run near the pool and you disobey the sign, then the consequence is 10 minutes of sitting down outside of the pool. And, and let that be the same, let that be ongoing. So then that way, the child is not feeling like my, my mom, my caretaker, my dad doesn't like me. They're just understanding that the consequence of my disobedience is sitting outside of the pool for 10 minutes. So first thing, clear, clear, clear rules and expectations. The second thing is clear consequences and consistency, not letting those consequences change. The third part of self-regulation is grace. You have to give your child the opportunity to regulate. If as soon as your child that you're caring for starts to have a meltdown, it's, if that happens and you start to harp on them, as soon as that happens, that does not give them the room to regulate. So grace, and this is what grace looks like 
to me when it comes to self-regulation. My child starts crying and because they are not getting um, what they want. Let's say that they really want to run by the pool. Okay, and I say, I understand that you're crying because you want to run by the pool, is that right? You know, getting them to acknowledge and accept their emotions. Yes, this is not fair. I want to run. I want to play. And we're at the pool. And Okay. Well, honey, if you run by the pool, the consequence is you have to sit outside of the pool for 10 minutes because mommy does not want you to get hurt. Okay. No, I want to run. I want to run. Those kids are running. It's always it's always one or two, right, that are doing something that go against the standard that you've set for your family and for the situation that you're in at the moment. So I would say, honey, I understand that they're running and that makes you frustrated because you want to run too, but you cannot run. And if you run, you will have to sit down outside of the pool for 10 minutes and not play at all. So it's up to you. You can decide that we're gonna have a good time and you're gonna go play in the water or you can be upset the rest of the time or you can disobey and the consequence be you sitting out and not being able to have fun at all right now. So I reminded the child of the clear rules the consequences and my consequence did not change I remained consistent but I also gave them grace and that came in the form of choices you get to decide what you want to do my mom and my grandmother used to say you don't have to do anything when I would say I well I have to do this I have to clean up the kitchen. I have to clean up my room. They would say, you don't have to do anything. The only thing you have to do is stay black and die. Everything else is a choice. Literally, everything else is a choice. And with that realization, they were teaching me to, with that sentiment, they were teaching me to regulate my emotions. You weigh it. You weigh the consequence versus the desire and you decide how you want to proceed going forward. And I, most of the time, made the good choice. Every now and then, I felt like the consequence was worth the that my desire was worth more than the consequence. And as a result, I got the consequence without bias, without uh, frustration from the part of my parent or caretaker, but just from like a matter of fact kind of way. And I knew what was coming because the expectations were clear. The consequences were clear and they were consistent. So if you are looking to raise kids that are emotionally intelligent, start with self-awareness. Ask them 
the four questions. Get them in the habit of checking in with, with themselves and taking responsibility for their emotions. After you've done that, you really want to bring awareness to their ability to be self-regulators. As parents and caretakers, we all have roles that we establish and we have roles that we follow. So self-regulation is less about establishing new roles and more about bringing those roles to the realization of your children and being consistent about the enforcement of consequences as a result of breaking those rules. So I hope this was helpful to you. Um, the next podcast is going to be on motivation and we're going to talk about how to uh, motivate your kids and how to help your kids use motivation as a tool to get the things that they want out of life. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. It's great talking to you today, as always. Um, and if you have questions or comments, make sure to drop us a message, and we will get to your question or comment on the air. I'm going to have um, my husband, Kay, come in, and um, he's going to share his heart on a few of these topics. So we look forward to getting your questions. Talk to you soon. Be blessed.